This is episode 39, Wide Receiver Free Agent Destinations. Good afternoon. Welcome to Flying in Sports. Where we fly around nationwide talking about what's going on in the sports world. We're your host, Joey Polizzi. And Costas Cucunadas. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Flying in Sports underscore podcast. Welcome to our 39th episode. And in this episode, we discuss J.J. Watt's arrival to Arizona, as well as where all pass-catching free agents will line. Did J.J. Watt make the right choice in signing with Arizona? Will the Bears re-sign Allen Robinson? And what team will land Hunter Henry? All this and a whole lot more on this week's episode. All right, Kostas, you ready? Let's all right, do so it. before we dig into, you know, the wide receiver free agent destinations. We're going to talk a little bit about the breaking news that happened on Monday. And that was that J.J. Watt signed with the Arizona Cardinals. What are your first thoughts about this signing? Well, first of all, I'm shocked. But I think out of all the teams that he could have gone to that, you know, were listed, I think uh, Arizona is definitely the best place for him to land. Um, the Cardinals defense, really, their uh, edges, like, the players that they've had uh, really struggled this year uh, at the position that J.J. Watt plays, and I think J.J. will definitely help. I think he's got a lot left in the tank, and I think uh, this is a good move for Arizona. Don't forget, J.J. Watt, he's a five-time All-Pro player. He's a three-time Defensive Player of the Year, and I think he, like you said, he does still have some left in the tank. He signed a two-year, $31 million deal with the Arizona Cardinals, and you got to think DeAndre Hopkins was a big reason why he landed there in Arizona. Hopkins, I think, posted a tweet and an Instagram photo of a picture of him and J.J. Watt together and said, let's finish what we started, and they were both wearing Cardinals jerseys. So you had to think maybe that's why J.J. Watt you know, joined there, but he will wear number 99. And the interesting thing there is that that number is actually retired by Marshall Goldberg. Do you know anything about him, Costas, or no? I do not uh, because know. he played in the 1940s, and supposedly he was a good halfback for the Cardinals back in the 40s. But the Goldberg family said that they will give permission for JJ Watt to wear that number. So you got to imagine, you know, JJ Watt. He's a great player, and he's going to be wearing that number. And JJ Watt and Chandler Jones are one and two in sacks since 2012. Chandler Jones has 97. JJ Watt has 95.5 sacks. Now. Do you think Arizona defense is going to be hard to stop this upcoming season? Well, I mean, now that I'm reading about the Pat Peterson thing, uh, I mean, obviously Arizona is making is trying to make a lot of moves on the defensive side. Obviously, um, after finishing eight and eight this year, I think obviously they want to have an elite defense or try to build one. And you know, I'm really liking what Arizona's doing, man. Yeah, I mean, they're getting their. Their front seven, you know, well-packed and trying to get that front seven great. But losing Patrick Peterson, you know, that can be a downfall because, you know, he's a veteran. He's still great in the secondary. And that could be a huge loss for a Cardinals team that need defense and they need that help. But they're losing Patrick Peterson, but they are gaining J.J. Watt. But Arizona, man, they blitz. 38% of their plays last year on defense were blitz. That's the second highest in the NFL last season. So you look for this to increase with J.J. Watt on one side, Chandler Jones on the other side. It's going to be dangerous for guys like Russell Wilson to not feel pressure in his face, don't you think? I for sure think And so. if you're Russell Wilson, you, you might want to try to get out of that division. You know, 
You have to go against Aaron Donald twice a year. You have to go against J.J. Watt twice a year. And you have to go against Nick Bosa twice a year. You better go give Russell Wilson some offensive line help or that team's going to be in trouble this year and finish last. So they got to go get some help for him because J.J. Watt to the Cardinals is a big, big signing. Now let's get into the big portion of this podcast episode, and it is wide receiver destinations. I have a list of about 12 or so wide receiver free agents, and we're just going to go through each and one of them and see and predict where they will land. The first one, number one wide receiver in free agency this offseason is Allen Robinson with a market value of $20 million. Where do you think he signs? Well, honestly, I think at this point in his career, he's trying to get paid. Um, the Bears would be dumb to not pay him. Um, again, I can't stress that enough. Uh, I don't think Chicago will be getting another great wide receiver like Allen Robinson anytime soon. And, you know, he's done a lot for Chicago. Um, I think Chicago is disrespecting him by not signing him. But, you know, again, uh, if he doesn't re-sign in Chicago, I could see him going to, uh, you know, a team with a lot of cap space, such as New York. Mark, yeah, that would be interesting. I think Allen Robinson, you know, he's a great receiver, and I think he wants to be paid like one. And according to Spock Track, they give him a $20 million market value. So if you want Allen Robinson, you're going to have to pay high bucks for him. I just don't think the Bears are going to let him go. They just won't. They know Allen Robinson is talented, and they're going to pay him. Whether they pay him this year or next year, if they don't get a deal signed here in five or so days, the Bears will franchise tag him. You know, I think there's no way that Allen Robinson leaves. He's a vital piece of that Bears offense, don't you think? Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, he's going to be, if he stays, he'll be uh, definitely the front-line receiver for them. Yeah, for sure, just like he was this past season. For another team that possibly, you know, is another team he used to play for, the Jacksonville Jaguars. You mentioned cap space. Jags have some cap space. Trevor Lawrence will be going there this year. And, you know, he used to play there. So why not? So those are the two teams I'm looking at, Bears and Jaguars. But I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears is where Allen Robinson will play in 2021. The next one, the second highest receiver is Chris Godwin with a market value of $17.1 million. Now, he won a Super Bowl ring with the Bucs last season. So do you think he will leave and get the money that he deserves? Man, I mean, if I'm Chris Godwin, um, obviously I'd want more money. But, man, I, I don't think I'd want to leave Tampa right now. And, uh, you know, Tampa Bay is definitely a team that I think everyone who just who plays on them and, you know, is thinking about leaving shouldn't think about it. Um, I mean, you got Tom Brady. I know, obviously, the receiving core has been dispersed, obviously, with all the new additions and all that. Um, and Chris Godwin's not getting as much of the ball as he used to. But um, honestly, I think Chris Godwin should stay, and I think Tampa Bay will re-sign him. I agree with that 100%. I think Chris Godwin will be re-signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's tough, though, because Chris Godwin, he wants to get paid. He deserves to get paid. But he also reiterated that he also wants to win. So don't look for, I mean, don't look for Chris Godwin to go to a team like the Jags or the Jets. He's going to go to a team that has potential to win. And what better way to stick with Tom Brady and that offense and stick with the Buccaneers? The next receiver on this list is Kenny Galladay. And what a season it was for Kenny Galladay in 2020. He played in five games, dealing with a hip injury, ongoing battles with the negotiation talks with the Lions. And here recently in the past week, they have offered Kenny Galladay a $16 million contract for four years, but he turned it down. Is that a sign that he is out the door? What do you think? 
Um, it's it's tough to say. Um, obviously with his injury, you know, he's prone to injuries. Um, I think he just wants to get. I think he does want to stay in Detroit, and I think maybe you know I don't think any other team would offer him more than what you know really much more than what Detroit already offered him. So I think he's just trying to get as much millions out of uh, Detroit as possible, and I think he's going to stay in Detroit. Bold, bold for me to say that. I don't think he's happy in Detroit. I think he leaves and he goes to a team that has some money and will give him you know seventeen, eighteen million dollars a season, and that is the New England Patriots. You know they need a receiver desperately. They do. Julian Edelman's getting up there in age. He might even retire this year. Nikhil Harry has been a bust. Jacoby Myers is nothing spectacular. So they need a receiver, and they're going to go get a great receiver this offseason, and they're going to go acquire Kenny Galladay, and that would be great for a Patriots team that needs help in that category. The next one is Will Fuller, whose market value is $16.9 million, and he will serve the first two games not playing for the team, whatever team he signs to because of his suspension that will last into 2021. Where will Will Fuller sign? Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to Arizona, but I would like him to go to Green Bay, honestly. I think he needs to get out of Houston. I think Will Fuller is really talented, and uh, as much as I hate Green Bay, I think uh, I'd like to see Aaron Rodgers show to him next season. The only problem with that is that cap space, man. If paying Will Fuller, you know, his market value here is $16.9 million. I don't think the Packers can't afford that. They they really can't. So I'm going to shy away from the Packers, even though it would be a great fit for the Packers, and that would help them tremendously. I'm going to go here with a team that has a little bit of cap space, a little, lot more cap space than the Packers, and that's the Indianapolis Colts. you got Carson Wentz. you got the O-line. you got a great running back in Jonathan Taylor. You go out and get a guy like Will Fuller. This team skyrockets to the top because Will Fuller is fast, and I, very little people can guard him, wouldn't you say? For sure, yeah, definitely, and uh, he's proved that over the years, for sure. Yeah, his speed is just, it's just, you you lose him, that's for sure. You know, he's one of the fastest receivers in the game, and he's great, great, great deep ball threat for whatever team he winds up with. The next player is a TikTok icon and guy who dances on logos, Juju Smith-Schuster, market value of $16.1 million. Does he stay with the Steelers? I really don't know, but I, I you know, seeing him uh, around his teammates and hearing what his teammates had to say about him, I think he's happy in Pittsburgh. Um, honestly, if Pittsburgh decides to re-sign him, I think he's going to stay. I don't think he really has a problem with them, even though, you know, I feel like, you know, there is a possibility he could go somewhere else. Um, again, it, it's got to, it's got to be a team with cap space for sure. Yeah, and you know, I'm going to agree with you here. I think he does resign with the Steelers. They love him there. You know, he, what he brings to the locker room, the culture in that organization is just, it's just great stuff. And I think because of that, they'll want to keep Juju and they'll sign him to whatever they can. You know, $16 million is, is a bit much, but they'll do what they can to get it done. Big Ben will probably take a huge, huge page cut. So I think that Juju will stay with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the rest of the list is not really some high-name receivers, but, you know, some good, solid receiver options. Next one is Curtis Samuel, who was a Carolina Panther last year. He played great, and his market value is $12.4 million. Where does he wind up? Um, again, Carolina, I don't know. This is tough. I would say that he would probably stay, but if he does go, um, obviously he's 
trying to play and get his money, so get whatever money he can. So maybe like a team, uh, maybe Chicago if they lose Allen. You know, even the Eagles, you know, they just need receivers there. So I think he would wind up uh, on a bunch of teams, actually. He, you know, he's a great player. He's one of those underrated players that he gets the job done. He'll fight for every yard. And I do like Curtis Samuel. Unfortunately, I have him going to, you know, my Dallas Cowboy rival here. One of their rivals, I should say, the Washington football team. You know, they lack some weapons on the offensive side. They got, I think they got Terry McLaurin. They got Antonio Gibson. But they don't have that second wide receiver. And I think they go out with some cast base that they do have and go get Curtis Samuel. And I think that's just the perfect fit in this scenario, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's a perfect, actually. That's a perfect option. Yeah, and I, I hate, you know, Washington. But if he does wind up with Washington, I would – rooting for Curtis Samuel because I just think he's a phenomenal player and don't rule out Jacksonville either Curtis Samuel and Urban Myers have that connection at Ohio State so don't rule out Jacksonville either but I'm gonna go with Washington here right now the next one is uh Super Bowl winning player Sammy Watkins with a market value of 10.6 million dollars where does he go um again I don't think Kansas really wants to break up the receiving core at all um I think they have the money to resign them. And plus, Sammy Watkins has been reliable for everything that, uh, you know, Pat Mahomes needed him to do. So uh, I think he stays in Kansas City. It's hard because Sammy Watkins, you know, remember, he was drafted, I believe it was fifth overall. And, you know, he hasn't lived up to that fifth overall pick expectation. Kansas City Chiefs, they're, they're tied to money over the next couple of years. You know, remember, they paid Patrick Mahomes $45 million a season. So I think... They're more worried about signing players like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey over the next couple of seasons. So I think they make the smart business decision and let go of Sammy Watkins. And I think Sammy Watkins gets paid and goes to the New York Jets, a team that you mentioned does have money. Next next one is Marvin Jones, Detroit Lions receiver, or I should say former Detroit Lions receiver, market value of $10.5 million. Will he stay with the Detroit Lions? This one's also one of those where Detroit's losing too much, too many fucking players, man. Um, it's tough. Uh, I think he stays. I, I think, honestly, Detroit will give him a contract offer that uh, he'll accept, and I think he'll stay with Detroit. 100%. I think, I think, in my opinion, it all depends on Kenny Galladay. If Kenny Galladay stays, I think Marvin Jones leaves. I think he goes to a team like the Jaguars. But... Since I have Kenny Galladay going to the Patriots, I'm going to have Marvin Jones staying with the Lions because I think they will overpay for Marvin Jones because they want him to stay with the organization. Next up, next up is T.Y. Hilton. Market value of $10.1 million. Where does he wind up? T.Y., he's uh, obviously when um, Andrew Luck retired, he struggled a lot. Um, you know, T.Y. Hilton was a big-time name a couple of years ago, and I feel like he's just fallen off. So, I mean, honestly, I think uh, he still has value, obviously, and I think uh, a lot of teams would like to have him. Um, New York. I'm going to say New, New York. York. It's a great pick, a team of cap space, and I think he's going to go to one of those teams that has a lot of cap space. However, the team I'm going to go with, Jacksonville Jaguars. He'll line up there with Trevor Lawrence, and he'll see what he can do. Next up is Corey Davis, market value of $9.8 million. Does he stay with the Titans? Uh, 
I think so. I think I think actually a lot of the players this year in free agency are going to stay with the teams. Honestly, a, so I'm going to say he's it's a big free agent class this year. A lot of great players, and I can see people staying. You know, players staying in their in their former teams. But I'm going to go Corey Davis leaving. And to go to a team that needs receivers, just like the Patriots, the Baltimore Ravens. And what better way to give Lamar Jackson some weapons than give him a great player in Corey Davis. I have him going to the Baltimore Ravens. Now, the last two here, you know, they're older veteran players, but, you know, they still got some fight in them. They are A.J. Green, market value of $6 million, and Antonio Brown. What are your predictions for these two? Well, you know, Tom Brady really likes Antonio Brown. Um, you know, a lot of talks been, you know, going around and even with Chris Godwin, you know, even Mike Evans said he would take a pay cut to, to keep this team together. I think he, he could probably stay. I, I mean, he did what he had to do. Um, you know, Bruce Arians didn't want to sign him at first, uh, because of, you know, the issues he had in the locker room and off the field, but you know what? I think he's been proven a valuable asset for them. And I think he might stay with Tampa and, um, yeah, I think so. I think he's going to stay in Tampa. What about A.J. Green? Where do you have him going? A.J. Green, I think, for sure is gone. Um, I think his time in Cincinnati has come to an end. Um, you know, he's probably just going to look for, you know, whatever money he could get. And, uh, again, maybe a team that, you know, needs a receiver such as Green Bay, you know, that would pay the minimum for 100%. Him. Green Bay definitely needs a receiver. And that's why you said Will Fuller earlier. earlier. I'm going to go with Antonio Brown going to the Green Bay Packers. Yes, that might be bold, but AJ Antonio Brown, I my pardon, will go to a team that can't compete for a title. And what better way to pair up than the former or the reigning MVP, Aaron Rodgers. As for AJ Green, I agree. He's out of Cincinnati. He's out. He's going to go to a team that has the potential to win the Super Bowl and a team that can use help because Corey Davis will be leaving, in my opinion, the Tennessee Titans for AJ Green. Makes sense, and Ryan Tannehill gets uh, a weapon in A.J. Green, who still has some fight left in him. Now, before we end the segment, let's just go through five tight ends here, five free agent tight ends. You know, not a great free agent market for tight ends, but, you know, there's still some great ones. First one being Hunter Henry, by far the best tight end in this free agent class. Where do you have him going? Um, I think... This one, uh, for the tight ends, I think Jacksonville, you know, is a big contender for a majority of these tight ends. And I think if Hunter Henry does not stay with the Chargers, which uh, I think he should, uh, he'll end up going to Jacksonville. I'm going to stay with the Los Angeles Chargers for Hunter Henry. I don't think that for Justin Herbert, you know, he's got the pieces around him. Hunter Henry, his market value is 10. His market value is $10.9 million. So. I think the Chargers do sign him here. Gronkowski, he came back out of retirement and market value of $8.5 million. Do you see him playing with anyone other than Tom Brady? Um, I mean, seeing his post interviews after the Super Bowl and saying he would come back. Um, I mean, obviously, I think he wants to stay with Tampa, but I think he's honestly motivated to play. Um, you know, wherever, honestly, at this point, uh, maybe a couple more years. But, uh, no, I think he, he's definitely going to stay in Tampa. And I think Tom is obviously the only person yeah, I think he that stays. he wants to throw in. He stays there 100%. I don't even think he thinks about another team. If it comes down to it, Gronk would take a huge, less than his market value, 100%, somewhere in the $2, 3000000 million range. For him, it's not about money. You know, he's already a millionaire. He's all about winning. He wants to win more. 
I think 100% stays with the Buccaneers and will ride it out as long as Tom Brady rides it out. I think that's fair to say. Next one is Kyle Rudolph, recently um, released by the Minnesota Vikings. Where do you see him winding up? Well, I think he, he, you know, I think he's a really good veteran for a lot of teams that, you know, um, need a wide receiver or need a tight end uh, to be, you know, uh, to have a mentor. I mean, honestly, I w- I'd like to see him in Chicago, man. You know, Chicago has this reoccurring thing where they, they pick up all these old tight ends. And uh, I think he'd be a good ass or good mentor for Cole Komet. But honestly, um, any team that really just needs a, you know, a tight end that's reliable and, you know, that has 100 percent. That is why know, I'm going to go with point. the Cincinnati Bengals. What better way, you know, improve that receiving core for Joe Burrow? I think just makes sense. I'm going to go Cincinnati Bengals for Kyle Rudolph. The last two here, Gerald Everett with the market value of $7.3 million and Johnny Smith with the market value of $8 million. Where do you see them winding up? I think either of them will yeah, end up in Jacksonville I have Jacksonville well. for Johnny Smith. I think, you know, Jacksonville gets them up in for Trevor Lawrence. We mentioned some receivers that they could get. I do think they get Johnny Smith or Gerald Everett, but I'm going to go with, with uh, Johnny Smith here. And Gerald Everett, I think he goes to the Patriots. You know, they'll be able to get a player, a receiver, and a tight end to pair up with whoever the quarterback is. I think that's a positive light for that New England Patriots team. So this will end our 39th episode here today. Hope you guys enjoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at flyinginsports underscore podcast, especially for details on our next episode. Check back next week where we talk about the NFL draft and our mock draft will be coming out. So be sure to check that out next week. We're Flying In Sports and we'll catch you on the next flight.